Oh, hey, Owen. How you doing? <sighs> Depressed. <laughs> you and your jokes. I'm going to go kill myself now. A podcast? Sure. Let's do it. Where do you keep the razor blades? This is a podcast hosted by Owen and Phil. Grab your family and your friends because we've got some time to kill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut myself now. Speaking of killing, I'm cutting myself now. Did you lock your front door? How do I stop the bleeding? Cause if you didn't, we are liable to break in and stab you and leave you bleeding on the floor. We spent all of our money to bring you this production. Why? Why are you still singing? We can all appreciate that we spent nothing on this introduction. For the love of God, help me. This is our podcast, yeah, yeah. It's called The Wave of Absurdity. Help me. Now that you've listened this far, you'll be trapped here for an eternity. Oh! Let's listen in and see what the boys are up to. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's a poo. absurdity how are you Owen? i'm i'm good thanks how are you i'm uh i'm feeling pretty good benadryl's kicking in very special episode going on here i don't think <gasps> yeah i don't think people might realize why this is going to be so special that's your cue to tell them why and perhaps fill them in uh, great there. news, everyone! <laughs> Phil is leaving. Hey! Uh, I've I've got to let you know that instead of laughing, I'm going to use this whistle of humor appreciation for the rest of the podcast. All right then. Well, welcome to Wave of Absurdity, season two finale, episode end. That's right. We've come to our season end. And boy, has it been a hell of a ride. That will not work out at all. <laughs> Let us progress. Jesus Christ. So in this episode, it's, it's going to be a jam-packed one. We don't care about time restrictions. Oh, no. That's going to bite us in the ass, but let's see how it pans out. And uh, it's going to be very special because it is a season finale. We've decided to mix things up a little bit. So Phil will be emulating myself, and I will be emulating Phil. Hence the uh, the terrible introduction there. Didn't do it justice mm. at all. Yes, yes, of course. And as you can see, uh, Owen has come prepared, which is usually my shtick. So I am completely unprepared. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I will look things up. The moment they are brought up by my counterpart, and then pretend as if I had it all written down. So, continue, please, with the outline 
of the show, if you would, Owen. Right. <laughs> we have all of your favorites. <laughs> so they're still there. Blow the whistle. We've copping out. I didn't write it down, okay? All right, all right. How about we just we just move on? We just uh... role play. How about that? Hmm? Warm up with a little role play. Where was the fortune cookie? Oh God, that's right. Terrible shambles. Sorry. All right. Let's see here. I am not going to pretend that I have a fortune <laughs> cookie. I don't think. I don't think that would be a good idea. I will click here to open my fortune. Learn from your mistakes. Try not to make them again. Well, <laughs> rather poignant. So we're two seasons in. We haven't learned. <laughs> you know, well, that's the first time we got a relevant fortune cookie. All right. Wow, that's mighty foreshadowing. Wish we had that earlier. No, it's going to make it difficult to go into... <laughs> yeah, like that was our problem. Nobody ever told us to learn from our mistakes. Duh, damn it. We should have been doing that all along. All right. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. One would think... <laughs> one would think I should skip what I'm about to say if I were learning from... If I were learning from my mistakes, I would have disconnected. <laughs> Oh, and do you remember a previous role play, possibly one of the first, at least in that area, where I was worried about um, pedophiles having to identify themselves in my neighborhood, and I wouldn't know quite how that would play out when you pretended to be a pedophile? Yeah, pretended. Yes. Yeah, I do. I do remember. Uh, I thought we might try. <laughs> Didn't it end with me running off with your son? Yes, it was rather disturbing. <laughs> So, I thought we could maybe reverse those roles, and I'd like to see how you would handle it. You have to pretend you have some sort of offspring, we'll assume human, <laughs> and that you actually... Puppies are humans, too. ...care for that. Yeah, you know, they don't really have people that got convicted of bestiality. They don't have to come up to your door. How about that? I'm a, a bestialist. I've been convicted of humping dogs across the land and I've just moved into your neighborhood and they've just enacted a law where bestialitists have to identify themselves when they move into your neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right, just going to leave this pamphlet here. Use the doorbell. <laughs> Ding dong. Hey. Oh, howdy ho, neighbor. How did you know I was your neighbor? This is our first time meeting, isn't it? No, don't you worry about that neighbor. I saw you moving in across the street. Uh, yeah, hey, I am new here. I just wanted to give you... Uh, this basket. Oh, no, come in, come in. If we're going to have a nice friendly chat, come in, come in. Yeah, wow. Oh, I, uh, is that your dog bone down there? You got animals, huh? No, oh, yeah, I run a puppy mill over here. Uh, 
What the fuck is a puppy mill? Okay. Oh, you know, when you, uh, when you bring you lots of puppies, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, um, yeah, so I just moved in. Uh, it's just me. I, I'm not really up a whole lot in the night. I won't be making a lot of noise, you know, generally out during the day. Oh, no, that, that's cool. That's cool. Keep to myself. No. Oh, here comes Susie. No. Hey, what's up, girl? Susie, huh? She from... Oh, there. She's one of my finest breeders, you see. She from the mill? She, uh... <laughs> What what you say there? What was your name? I'm sorry. Uh yeah, my name's Phil. Um what what's her name again? No, her name's Susie. <laughs> yeah. So is uh is she I mean she just had a uh a litter of puppies over there. I mean if you wanna yeah. come see them. They're 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 really adorable at this, how, this, how this many age. Puppies so. Are there one, two, three, four, five puppies? Well, wow, that's a nice that's a nice haul. Yeah. Yeah, she's not bad, but uh you know, we lost two to the oh, winter. Oh, she's... Why is she doing that? I thought only males generally hump the leg. What's up with that? Oh, whoa, Susie there. Come here, girl. Sorry, she's just a bit in heat. You know how she gets. You know, women see a mighty fine piece of meat and they just... Well, thank They you. just go right for thank it. Thank you. I, uh, actually came Come over here. for a very specific reason. It's funny that you have dogs. Would you like to hold a puppy? I do. I do. I have an erection. <laughs> You want me to take that? <laughs> <laughs> the erection or the puppy? <laughs> take care of that for you. All right, and that is why we kind of ditched role plays. Oh, and I couldn't help but realize that I wrote down penis news as some sort of segue or perhaps saving grace should the role plays <laughs> not work out. Yes, well, you know that I'm a, a massive fan of Squirrel News. I absolutely love Squirrel News. You're a bigger it's a, fan a of fantastic penis. feature that, of course, uh, we ran, but didn't have enough gas in the tank to chug on through a lot of the season. So uh, while searching for Squirrel News, I found Penis News. Um, Which is but <laughs> really more exciting than squirrels, you have to admit. Man accused of threatening neighbor whilst genital hoisting. <laughs> What? <laughs> Genital hoisting? <laughs> H-O-I-S-T? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, it you know attracts anybody's attention when you put the word hoisting in a title. Oh, that sounds painful. I, I, I believe we've talked um, or read stories about many neighbors waggling their penises in front of their, their, their neighbors. And uh, this is another one. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. This is, this is quite recent. This was the, uh, the 25th of September, so quite recent. When you're wheeling out your garbage in the morning, the last thing you probably want to do is see more junk. A man told deputies that John Solomere, his six-year-old neighbour, had threatened his life before walking into the middle of the Port St. Louis Boulevard, where he allegedly... <laughs> uh -oh. Where he allegedly what? I, I need to know what hoisting is. Where he allegedly wagged his wiener... <laughs> Sorry, is that in the article? Yes, where he I'll link it. where he allegedly wagged his wiener at him while shouting "suck it," <laughs> uh, and he got in trouble for that. <laughs> well, speaking of neighbors, nothing like waggly wieners to start off the podcast. Yeah, bringing it back to basics. Speaking of neighbors, and possibly older podcast listeners may recall that I have gotten new neighbors in the past. There was a, hmm, what do I call it? I guess an advance in the 
the relationship. When I got home yesterday, my neighbor asked me to look at his uh, setup. His He had a DVD-VHS combo, and he was trying to get it to work with his new TV. So I ended up in his bedroom by myself. Now, Owen, if you're in a situation, you're in a room unsupervised, what's what's the first thing you do? You're, you're in a mess. Well, bedroom. it's very situational to the room. Obviously, all the juicy bits are going to be in the bedroom. So you just look. Yeah, I'm in his bedroom. <laughs> Make sure nobody's coming. Just have a quick look in there, the bedside drawer. See if there's any kinky shit. Let's think. The bedside drawer was open. It was open. Did you have a Did you have a peek? I had a peek. Did you find anything disturbing? <laughs> any whips, change, you know, bondage? Uh, I... Considering the fact that it looked like he just got home and he was saying he had to stop in real fast. And he's a Vietnam vet to give an idea of age and temperament and things like that. Um, tune into season three to find out what I found in my neighbor's <laughs> nightstand. Oh, you were not seeing that coming, were you? 2014. 2014. Uh, before we take a take a little gander at some some emails, or at least acknowledge one or two, we need to do something called feeling Owen, which I know a lot of you, particularly in the emails, would like to do physically. But you're going to have to take this virtual version. Uh, this stupid feature again. We're still doing this, huh? Where I select one of Owen. Oh no, sorry. Owen selects one of his body parts. And then he will tell us how he feels about it. Feeling Owen begins now. Please select a body part. Uh, my middle toe and it's feeling bent. All right. Sort of an allegory for all of Owen. Feeling bent. Feeling Owen. Now, seeing as how we're not preoccupied with time or anything like that, perhaps we could address one or more of the emails. We got an interesting email from Scott. I don't know if you saw that one, Owen. I have not. Alright. This webpage is not available. Ha <laughs> ha! Not what he wrote. Don't worry, Owen to the wait, rescue. Wait, wait, no, 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 hang on. I have, oh, I don't want to admit this, but all, all that Hotmail email, including the spam, gets forwarded a personal email. So, this one is from Scott. It says, hey guys. And that was from Scott. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. As usual, you're... Oh, wait, there's another one. Don't mind my last email. <laughs> All right. Makes much more, much more sense. How do you accidentally send an email, though? I don't understand it. You just put, hey, guys. You don't, you don't just press enter and it sends. You have to click on the send button. Maybe he sat down. He's like, all right, organize my thoughts. Although I don't think that you thought that at any point, Scott. Organize my thoughts. Sorry. We love you, Scott. We're just saying that. But no, you sat down. You typed, hey, guys. And then you thought you typed something. And click send. So never stop. Never stop. And for everybody listening, sorry if we don't acknowledge. We love the emails. Well, I do. Owen's like, God, why do you even bother looking at those? Um, 
Sorry if we don't get back to them individually or address them on the podcast. Because this is opposites, are you saying that I actually love the emails and you actually hate them? Uh, no, I think the whole opposites thing is ambiguous enough that people will be able to know when I'm speaking from the heart or as Owen. Sorry. Hello. Wow, I can't believe it. My name is Phil. Yes, yes. My name Phil and all obey with puppets. Uh, Judy sent a nice <laughs> word or two in. Appreciate that. Listening at college? Terrible. Why would you, when trying to learn something, listen to this podcast? Well, let's face it. At college, you learn just smart smarts. But listening to absurdity, you learn the street smarts. And more often than not, street smarts is going to get you further in life than any college degree. So you prioritized very well. Now... Don't you agree? Uh, to a certain extent, I'm not sure what street knowledge I'm trying to think. We've talked about vaginal health, gay festing tips. Right, right. Uh. I believe our entire relationship is an exercise in give and take of sanity. <laughs> All right. Let's... Oh. Um, we need an email deciphered. We love all emails, big and small, um, black and white, sense and nonsensical. This is from uh, Dylan, Dylan K. And it starts out and finishes. You could say if Phil's one-eyed beastie got shit on in a bathroom with no plumbing slash paper, it'd be one-fifth less poop. Therefore, some could argue her life is a little bit better because of that. Oh, yeah. Which finger? So, <laughs> love to answer that if I knew. I guess you did ask a specific question. I don't want question would ever relate to all of those things. Eight days ago, we received an email so confusing <laughs> that we had to terminate our podcast season. <laughs> it's true. Mm. And Monica... A gracious winner from several... Isn't that Monique? Monique, sorry. I said that before I actually opened... Yes, Monique, long-time listener, occasional spammer. I don't know if... Seems the one podcast where I was like, oh, yeah, Monica, I think think your account's been jacked or something because we're getting the occasional spam. She seems to have missed that particular podcast. (laughs) But no, she won uh, Dead Space, and uh, she states here, also... Because there's a bit of an email that I can't read out. No. <laughs> Sorry, Monique. Uh, also, you guys can give that prize to someone who really deserves them and is a huge gamer. I love playing games, but nerdy ones that I can easily win at. I'm a wuss, so I never played Dead Space. Hmm. Oh, and you must have really sold that as a scary game. Thanks, anyway. So. Ooh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dead Space. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk later about what might happen with that and if anybody remembers pinch your elbow just do that pinch your elbow you won't feel any pain Owen any emails that you would like to address oh no oh wait yes oh oh Oh, Owen probably my favorite email that I've ever gotten across 
the uh, the past two seasons um, of this lovely show is from my American mummy. Mama. So uh, I just want to give a quick shout out. I love your American mom. I also change. Oh. <laughs> I also would like to give a shout out since we're doing that to his American mom. Oh, I messed up my. I suck too much on the first one. It came out. All right. <laughs> uh, Sorry, American. Too much mom. sucking got you in a bad place, huh? Never have truer words. <laughs> the fortune cookie fell. <laughs> Stop making the same mistakes. Oh boy! Oh boy! All right. Let us quickly look over the email before dismissing it completely. <laughs> Feel free in the massive amounts of time between now and the start of season three to send emails. They could be as pleasant as a Monique, or they can be as confusing as a Dylan or a Scott or a test subject or pretty much everybody else that emails in. We love it. I'm going to clear my throat while Owen tells you the old email and the new email that I've never checked. So the new email is still in the works, but uh, for now you can reach us at waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. That's waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. Soon, uh, don't send your emails in yet, but soon you'll be able to email us at contact at waveofabsurdity.com. Yes, we're going official. So uh, hopefully that will be done in a month or so. <laughs> but for now, waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. All right. Keep in mind that there will be holiday. Well, we, we'll probably get your emails on the major holidays. More on that later, but for now, we are going to jump to some lateral thinking. Lateral thinking. I have been looking forward to this particular moment <coughs> in that I want to put Owen to the test. Now, because it's the season ender, there's no really, there's no really, yeah, there's no real prize involved because there's not going to be another one to give it away on. And just like to point out that uh, nobody really emailed in specifically for the game that Owen pretty much just gave away. Didn't even have to do anything uh, for me to give it away. And all he had to do was write in and say one thing you liked and one thing you didn't like about the podcast or something like that. But we didn't get any. So now we have... I think that's a good thing now. I think we're in such a winning formula that nobody could decide what was good and what was bad. It's just like, it's all pure gold. Or Owen's amazing. Or we just create such a massive sea of confusion that it's hard to pull out any one thing and analyze it at all, which I can go with. I'm fine with that. I'll take it. Yeah, all right. So those prizes, who knows what will happen to them. But we're just going to do this for shits and giggles. Mostly the shits. All right. Lateral thinking. I am going to read a <laughs> nice. Particular... <laughs> I'm going to read out uh, something that I just, you know, pretty much stole off the internet, uh, and then close the window on. So that's good. It is. I don't know even how to describe lateral thinking. What What's the the tagline for that? Is there one? It's a a question where. The answer is not as simple as you think. Is that right? It's just a stupid thing thought by <laughs> stupid people to confuse normal people, basically. It is. That is correct. That is the best way to describe it. All right. Let me just 
I know exactly where it is. Now, after I ask it, Owen will have one minute to ask as many yes or no questions as he sees fit in his attempt to answer this. Now, he's probably read a few in his research, if you want to call it that. But I like to think that he doesn't look at them until the last possible minute, so if he's, if he's heard it, then maybe it, won't, maybe it will not have sunk in. Where do we go? There we go. Are you ready, Owen? Yes, I'm ready. Mrs. Shady is lying on a bed, and on the floor beside it is a pair of scissors. The scissors were instrumental in her death, yet there is no trace of blood. Mrs. Shady's body reveals no signs of any cuts or bruises. How could she have been murdered with a pair of scissors? All right. You can start asking me yes or no questions right now. Is Mrs. Shady does it, is an animal? No, she is you. Uh, no, she's not an animal. So Mrs. Shady is human? Yes. Scissors, 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 scissors. Yes, yes, yes. On a bed? Yes, yes, yes. Hospital bed? No. So she's at home? Yes. Is she on a large body of water? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I... All right, all right. Um, okay, well... 25 seconds. Yeah, I, 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 got, uh, I got theories. I don't need to ask questions. Oh. Because it's obviously stupid. So one of my... Answers would be that she was on a waterbed. She pierced the waterbed with the scissors, and she drowned. Well, how was that murder? Um, you said it was murder. Well, somebody could come up with scissors and pierce it. You know, that's one. Or somebody could slice her pillows, <laughs> and she's got a deadly feather allergy. <laughs> oh no! Somebody cut open my specialized pillow full of deadly scorpions. So what is your answer? Or it could be a baby that has come out of a Miss Shady and they've... A Shady baby? The umbilical cord they didn't look at. All right, let's stop dancing around here. You obviously have an answer selected. And... This little dance. All of them are very legitimate. This little dance. I feel, and I'm going to go with the waterbed. Which is correct, which is why we're stopping this little dance. (laughs) Is it really? All right. (laughs) What? (laughs) What word in the English language (laughs) is pronounced the same (sighs) when four of its letters are removed? Wait, are you just did I get the yeah yeah the lateral? I got it. Yeah, I moved on. <laughs> you can't. You're not going to acknowledge that. Well, uh, yeah, I said let's stop this little dance. You obviously <laughs> have an answer, and then you kept you went on with the baby and the umbilical cord. Well, I, <laughs> I wonder if Emily's going to cause scandal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet you're you're pretty disappointed, huh? Well, no, that's why I have two. No, I, that was like number six. It was very popular. No, because you, 
all leading up to the podcast, you're like, ew, I can't wait to... Well, yeah, I just know. wanted to be on this end Do of the you... stick. As I said in the unrecorded part, I, there wasn't much preparation I had to do in order to be Owen. Wow. So, this was the one thing I had to look up. It was a lateral thinking. So, yeah, there's another one. I only do one. Right. Well, I just thought if you got that one, I'd have another one. Fine, let's do it. Okay. And let's destroy my smugness. <laughs> we can move on if you don't want the challenge. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't you dare do that psychology bullshit. Let's do it. Come All on. All right. All in. What? What word in the English language is there that the pronunciation is the same even when you remove four letters from it? Yes or no starts now. <laughs> what letter is has the same pronunciation when you remove four letters? What letter? No, what word? What word? What letter? <laughs> There's one letter. <laughs> what word? If you remove four of those letters... If I remove four letters from a word, it still pronunciates the same way as it would. Correct. That is the question. Oh! No. Uh. <laughs> it's a lot of noises. <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking four. Would that work? You know, you take away four letters, take away four, and then you can have the number four. But is it, no. does it have to be no, one, one letter remaining? No. One letter has to remain, yes? Well, four. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a word that has more than four, but when you remove four, it's still pronounced the same. Uh-oh. <laughs> you have squandered your time. I hate these! <laughs> has more than, it has more, uh... You're going with four. Short. Short? Oh, no. Right. The answer is Q. Oh. Ah, so if you're in college, you might want to whip that out on somebody. One of the safer things you can wave out on the college campus. Yes, well. This is stupid. Maybe we'll go for some more free-flowingness by going on to Owen the Blank. It's yeah, so. This one's awesome because I came up with it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, let me just stammer and stutter while I try and think of something witty. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to read half of, well, in this case, Proverbs, because they happen to be sitting out. Half a proverb, and Owen is going to finish it as best he can. All right. Here we go. Are you ready, Owen? I have three of them. Yes. Uh, there's an old man who's saying, stroke your dog, and he will... Uh, uh, <laughs> er, run away from Phil the molester? <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, there's an old Roman... <laughs> what, you want the real one? The sun never sets. Oh, there we go. Sorry. I'll give you the real ones at the end. It's an old Zulu saying, The sun never sets without... The sun never sets without... <laughs> without dimming the light on the land? <laughs> All right. Wow, that's very technical. 
Ooh, that's the that's the lover in you. Oh, look, a sunset. Yeah, yeah. Powering down. <laughs> uh, there's an old Roman saying, a gladiator only takes counsel. When they have run out of toilet paper in the bathroom? All right. Let's see. <laughs> the sun never sets without fresh news. That's what they have. Stroke your dog and he will steal eggs. Very strange. <laughs> very strange. And a gladiator only takes counsel in the arena. Oh, I like that one. I'm going to try to use that. Well, you know what they say. What? A gladiator only takes counsel in the arena. Yes, but what does this have to do with you running over my dog, sir? That's going to work out just fine. Oh, wait. Hang on. Somebody's somebody's at the door. Hang on. Um. I knew they were at the door before they knocked. <laughs> How magical is that? Oh, it's it's only bloody O'Neill. Well, how you doing there? What you doing? The recording in here? Oh, uh, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just doing a little podcast. Well, if you don't mind if I come and sit down and have a bit of a listen, do you? Uh, no, I suppose if if that's all you're going to do is just sit there and listen. Sorry, did I hear a grunt? <laughs> Fuck you, O'Neill. <laughs> what? What's your problem, Owen? Don't you, that don't you like bastard. me antics? No, you're stupid and I hate you. O'Neill, people. O'Neill will be around. He'll, he'll chime in at various points when necessary. But It was really amazing how you did manage to uh, figure somebody was up the door. <laughs> I, I heard him walking up. Okay. All right. And I'm like, ooh, okay. somebody's here. I better get there before they knock so I can instantly <laughs> pull the door open. Hey! I was just standing by the door. What's up? All right. Well, now we are going to jump to one of the features that has been an outstanding anchor in the podumentary. I am, of course, referring to Master Debater. <laughs> now, in the past, Owen, when Master Debater started, you reigned supreme. I have noticed the trend, though. The past five, six master debaters, really, the entire tide of the second part of the wave. Wow. I really like the name. It just lends itself, you know. Lends itself. I'm drowning in my own despair. Uh, yes, Hurry yeah. Up. Just like get this over with. <laughs> so many wins, and I believe... I'm not even looking at the Facebook because you put it up too late. It's just not worth it, but I know I'm winning, and I didn't vote for myself. So there. That's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to say about that. And my massive winning streak. Will it continue? In this master no. debater. <laughs> what, does it matter? In this master debater, Yes. Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. Are you eating? No. <laughs> I feel like that was the audio version of catching you red-handed. Crinkle, crinkle, stop. Shut up! In this master debater, I feel like we should change it to eating while knowingly on Skype. Keep going. Yes. Well, it's not. This master debater 
we are going to be talking about, well, something rather broad. And that is, what is it? Is it the archaic practice of holding a door open? I believe that's the... <laughs> Hiccups. Careful, son. <laughs> I believe that's what the scroll has foretold. All right, so whichever one of us is for it will be... <laughs> for it <laughs> shouting the praises and which one of us is against it is going to be against it <laughs> welcome to the wave of redundancy <laughs> okay so normally I would be the one to generate me being Owen at this particular point note to self act more like Owen when doing that uh, I'm not odd this time but Phil is odd and I will do the number generator sorry alright I don't have the number generator up. So, Owen, pretending to be me, will do it for me. Neither do I. All right, well then. It's because it's your spiel. All right, well, let me type in number generator. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to do it real fast. Generate a number. It is 76, even, which means I am going to be not picking because I'm odd. Owen? No, Owen's even. Oh, yeah, all right, I am odd. So you're, you, yeah, you pick. What do you want? No, you you got an even number, and Owen is even. You're playing oh, Owen. Fuck me. All right, I am going to be <laughs> for holding the door open because I want to hear Owen rant. I want to hear Phil rant. Ah, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> That's what I'm picking, though. If you're lost in this, just imagine where the other people are going to be. <laughs> Stop talking to myself. <laughs> What's going on? I just need a mirror, and everything will be that much more confusing. So now I will generate to see who goes first. 78. Well, that's thanks, number generator. So uh, what do you want to do, Owen? First, second? Yeah, what do you want to do? I will let my <laughs> very esteemed and loving, caring, wonderful person of an opponent go first. Starting... <clears throat> Uh, you want some time? Normally, normally, you should go now. I will. Don't you rush me, Barbara. Oh boy, here's where it gets <laughs> vicious, people. <laughs> We've like what forty minutes in, and this is where it gets <laughs> vicious. I I will take my time. No doors and manners. I'm surprised that my opponent has gone for such a thing because he is blatantly not a person of good mannerisms. <coughs> oh, come I never take that long. <laughs> Shut up. Holding open doors is, let's face it, a huge time waster. Sure, you can increase the flow of moving people traffic but why would you want to do that we're busy people this is a busy world why would you want to waste five three you know ten seconds holding the door for somebody that's just going to give you the unagreeing shrug of oh thank you you don't need it everybody's capable unless it's like some sort of baby midget or a person in a wheelchair 
even then, screw them, you know, they got disabled doors that they can go through. And speaking of disabled doors, people don't even like holding the doors for anybody. So in my local shopping mall, everybody just goes through the uh, the automatic doors for the, for the disabled, which just goes to show that people are always in a rush. Nobody has the time anymore just to look out for people that we don't care about why should we do this i'm a cynic i know that the world's just gonna go to crap anyway because you know, i tell my boy that you know don't trust anybody the world's gonna <laughs> explode in a fiery nuclear war and some stuff like that <laughs> basically what it comes down to is time management i'm a punctual person i like to be punctual to things having people just waste my time willy-nilly. It's just aggravating to me. And what about those rude assholes that you hold the door open and uh, you, you've done it, and then you're trapped because more people keep coming through and through and you're just there holding the door trying to get in. And you're like, okay, now's my opportunity to get in. Oh, no, oh, now more people are coming out. And then you have that awkward standoff when time! Oh. Hmm. All right, all right. But I had a different time set, I guess. All right. <clears throat> Just set my timer here. I will take my two minutes now. First of all, let me just thank everybody for listening, and let me take some time to get on with it. Thank my esteemed colleague for showing up today and being part of, of this particular institution and debate. It is an honor to be here once again in this position opposite you. Now, I've noticed that you immediately gone into a slanderous, slanderous position against me, and I can understand that. I can understand that when your skills are weak, when your arguments are weak, when you've got nothing to stand on. I expect that from my opponent who wants to essentially end society. Uh, someone that views holding a door open as as a time waster, something that wastes time. Oh, oh, no time to hold the door open. We're all so fast. Oh, they're all going through the automatic. Make time. All right, it's the only thing that separates us from the animals. All right, it's important that you see that it's not just holding open doors. That's the that's the metaphor, man. It's the metaphor for the little kindnesses that we. We should, we should be giving out as humans towards each other. I, I'm sorry if you get into a situation where you don't know when to let go of the door and you end up <laughs> stuck there, like my opponent said, stuck there. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole different ball game. No, did you ever get a door in the face because the inconsiderate asshole in front of you wasn't paying attention and just kind of flung the door open? It smacks against the other side and immediately starts swinging back and you're behind here, you know. Boom. Dislocated nose. Cartilage everywhere. It's terrible. I don't even want to... I'm kind of disappointed that there wasn't a... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I can't dismiss the fact that I do want to win, so despite... I will take my two minutes no okay he says my stupid time wasting ridiculous opponent has uh, said that yeah just make time sometimes it's not easy to make time in, in your day what if you are rushing 
to uh, give blood to a to a patient. You got to run, 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 run. You're in the hospital door. You're holding the door open. Oh, Phil says just make some time. Out come the with the wheelies, and you know they're taking time because they're obviously disabled or having some sort of disease or something. And of course, you know that's building up traffic. And you're like, oh god, I got to give this blood, but Phil wants me to be a good. Owen wants me to be a good person. Nice save. <laughs> so, where does this stop? Where does this kindness stop? You know, F- Owen's all about the. It's <laughs> confusing as not. Uh, Owen's all about you know, kindness to other people and whatnot. But but where does this stop? Where do these niceties end? I mean, if you're out eating, I don't know, a portion of French fries or chips, you know, I just accommodated everyone there. And do you do you have to give your food to every uh, a person that looks hungry? No, that's stupid. You don't need to. So it's the same thing for a door. Why do you have to open a door for somebody? Why do you have to be the person behind you's protector? If they're not looking where they're going, then yes, they do deserve a door in the face. You know, it's not it's not my issue or prerogative to look after the person behind me. I'm more than capable to open a door. In fact, I prefer to open the door myself because you don't know when... I've got a saliva ring all over the place. Just like me. <laughs> you don't know... You don't know for fact that... Uh, how long the person's going to be gripping the door for. So they might have a sweaty palm and you, you touch the handle because they've let go too early and you, they boff into your shoulder and they've got a, a really sore shoulder. And, so, shoulder so, 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 so shoulder. Shoulder. You've got a really sore... Sh- <laughs> I can't say. Christ. All right. Like, fuck, this is the last one. <laughs> I'm taking two minutes now. Sore shoulder, <laughs> I believe, is what my opponent was trying to say. And frankly, I have to be honest with you that after hearing that abysmal, abysmal last minute where he was just floundering around like a fish out of water, struggling, saying, oh, oh yeah, it's not my responsibility to make sure you don't get hit by a door. That's true. I understand that's not your responsibility, but can't you, the listener, see that it's important that we look out for one another? That's what I'm getting at. It's a big, it's not just chivalry here. I mean, that's, that's, all right, that's an antiquated word, but it still sums up the notion that these little passing kindnesses can make the world a better place. Maybe if you take a couple seconds out to make kindness unto others, that it, it might come back to you twofold, even threefold. Some might say fourfold. But the point is, if you're trying to make the world a better place, you're a better person. If you're trying to be like my opponent, see, that's much easier than figuring out who's Owen or Phil. If you want to be like my opponent, then obviously you want to end society. My opponent can't find a few seconds to be nice he makes fun of disabled people and that is generally not the type of person you want to be walking behind in fact i would like to be in a position where i could be holding the door for my opponent just because i don't think he's had the door held for him enough to experience the love the humanity and the lack of slanderous behavior to me Letting the door close on a person is like letting the door close on society itself. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll take my closing one minute now. My opponent did not address any of my arguments. Um, he is very picky choosy with his passing kindness. What about the kindness that I said about, you know, you're walking around with some food? Do you just give your, your food to people that look hungry? No, you don't. Why? Because it's yours. It's your... It's your time. You don't have time to go to them and be like, oh, you want some of this, you want some of this. No, no, we're all in a rush. We're going places. We don't have time for this. Phil does not understand this. He hasn't addressed the time issue at all. Um, another thing, I have had doors open for me, and I don't like it. Again, people are unpredictable. They could let go at one critical, crucial moment. Next thing you know, bam, doom, your shoulders bruised. Um, what rousing <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> Shut up. And it, it leads people to trust strangers, which we all know we were told as children never to trust a stranger for they have they could have vicious intentions and letting go. You had tons of time left there. All right. That is a minute. Uh, I'm taking my minute now. My opponent accuses me of not addressing issues. Well, let me tell you something. I might not address issues, but I have heart. And I have it where it counts. <laughs> I am thinking about people. I am for the people. A vote for me is a vote for the people. It's that simple. We can run around in this uncivilized society that my opponent is trying to propagate here all for one and all for thine self yeah sure uh, he just wants to make the world a better place I haven't heard that no he wants to make fun of disabled and, and make sure everybody's going fast and efficient and just roll no don't hold the door open unless you know they're going into the train yeah you know who else didn't like leaving the doors open unlike the ovens Hitler that's who he wanted those doors closed real fast once again, my opponent has resorted to calling me Hitler, which just means that he has lost. Pitiful attempt. You, of course, will be able to chime in on Owen's fan page when uh, the vote comes up. Uh, we will visit these results come Halloween, I'm sure. But always a lively debate, or you can email in waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. Give us your ideas, please. Please give us your ideas. All right. Well, that felt kind of good. Yeah, it feels good to lose, huh? <laughs> Therein is the end of the similarities to our op op opponents. Goddamn, that's confusing. So, let's move on to another game, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, why don't you explain to people how the headline game works? Uh, basically, I find uh, news headlines, and I throw in one of my own. Um, Sounds like a really fun feature. Phil Owen has got to pick the uh, the one that the news headline that I have made up. Okay, all right. <laughs> I feel like this is stupid, but I can do it easy peasy. Okay, so there's one, two, three, four, one, two, seven, eight, eight to pick from. Ooh, I seem to remember a much higher number being lofted before <laughs> we recorded, but eight, eight is impressive. Okay, so seven real ones and one Owen one. 
Okay, here we go. Athlete uses fake penis to fool drug test. Been there, done that. <coughs> Sexist gorilla sent to therapy. Hmm. Mystery circus man now haunted. <laughs> Mystery circus. Mystery circus man now hunted by rival clown catcher. Inmate arrested for refusing to leave prison. Local man breaks biggest anus record. <laughs> Coconut held in vote rigging row. Oompa Lumpa. <laughs> Oompa um, Lumpas sentenced over drunken brawl. Snake pickled in wine bites woman. Hmm. All right. While you were reading them off, I wrote down the three. Well, I just wrote down the ones that I thought... I wrote down the ones that didn't immediately stand out in my head as ones that I have heard or immediately thought, all right, that that's real. So because there's a lot, I, I don't want to go over each one individually. So that was the method I chose. Uh, all right. My first impulse was to write down the coconut one. Could you read that one again, please? Coconut held in vote rigging row. See, I suspect that the fake one you came up with was more of either a combination of two weird articles or you just kind of altered one as opposed to completely fabricating a whole a whole article in your head. What was the biggest anus one? World record? Local man breaks biggest anus record. You know what? I'm I'm gonna stick with my gut issue there. The only other one I wrote down was the gorilla one, but even that seems plausible. Yeah, um, I'm locking it in. The biggest anus record. <laughs> record. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna copy and paste into Skype, and uh, we'll see if he's right. For the record, I eliminated that part due to its awkwardness. Oh, I have selected the one that Owen picked because I can read him. <laughs> Local man. Now, it has to be said that the night before all of this, all of this happened, I had a really terrible night's sleep, and I kept waking up, just sort of in my head, screaming uh, these fake news articles. And I remember waking up and thinking, "Local man breaks biggest anus record," and then falling back to sleep. <laughs> I uh, I would like to point out that I don't wait till the night before to come up with them. <laughs> Therefore, not having that problem. Well, I'd like to thank myself for getting that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I do like the fact that a coconut is held in a vote rigging row. That, uh... <laughs> how, how long was it? A coconut had sort of some black magic. <laughs> well, like it's held, like held by what the authorities like put him in the holding cell. <laughs> no, the coconut holding cell, the pantry. Just put him on the table over there. What's uh, what was the one with the gorilla sex therapist? That needs to see? <laughs> uh, sexist gorilla sent to to ther <laughs> to therapy. Uh, let me just load this one up. Uh, an unsociable male gorilla is being sent for therapy over his sexist attitude towards female apes. 
I wonder how how does he express that? Uh, the, the article sort of cuts off midway. I click here to read more. I'd rather it go to a therapist because it had a different type of problem, something. Ah, oh, okay. So he was abandoned by his mother, so he's got mummy issues. Uh, yeah, there you go. So what's he like smacking them bitches on the ass, <laughs> being sexist? Oh yeah, he's uh, he sneered angrily at others. Use, which doesn't seem like a big offense, really. Yeah, I'll, I wonder if he's saying something like, "Who are they to judge my behavior?" Goddamn gorilla! Well, good luck to that guy. His name's Patrick. Oh my God, it's the same. <laughs> Patrick's the same dude that humped your mattress, right, Owen? <laughs> Stop talking! Don't do that. We never agreed on that. Just mannerisms. What's what's? <laughs> I don't know. Seeing if anybody's still here. Now, what's next? Would Phil rather? Well, before that, why don't we, since we've sort of been alluding it, uh, talk about what people can expect from season three? Uh, in that respect, I have written some bullet points down that I'd like to well, just highlight to bring up if that's all right with you. Absolutely. I would like to make these promises that I have not gone over specifically with Owen, but I'm just going to make them now, and then he can edit them out. Uh, we will promise you a schedule. <laughs> that's not going to happen. There will be a schedule. It might only last for eight weeks, but there will be a schedule. We will let you know. Basically, we're not going to lock anything down until the Christmas episode. Uh, it's a little... Uh, I guess that's still part of season two. The Thanksgiving, Halloween, not in that order. And, of course, Christmas. We'll do a little podcast before then. And on the Christmas one, we will let you know exactly when season three is starting and exactly what that schedule will be. We are... We are like a phoenix in that we always end up crashing and burning. We're more like a phoenix penguin, or as I wrote down here, a fenguin. Because <laughs> fenguix, yeah, not quite. The mighty, the mighty fenguin shall rise from the ashes. We shall shed, oh no, as I've been waiting to use this term, shed the skin of podumentary and become an actual podcast. We have learned that we really can't leave everything up to chance. Sorry, it took us two seasons to figure that out. Uh, do you want me to keep on rambling, Owen, or would you like to interject at this point on some of the things I've uh, said? No, I would... I'm just going to throw this out there, uh, even though Phil and I haven't talked about this. Um, for the Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas podcast, I'm going to set a date for them right now. And that's going to be the day before the event. So um, Halloween, it would be on the 30th of October. I don't know when Thanksgiving is, but it would be a day before that. And, of course, it would be Christmas Eve. Um, so put that down in your calendars. Oh, three holiday-themed good timeries ready to be recorded. 
I think I would also like to take this time to point out, to remind those and perhaps inform new listeners that Owen and I really didn't know each other a whole lot, or at least well enough, to start a podcast. And that has been part of the experience, at least for me. Um, I don't know if... I'm assuming that's entertaining to some to listen to the evolution of our relationship. It's weird. I've always had online friends, but this is by far the most interesting way of making and maintaining one is through a podcast. So perhaps when you go back and listen to uh, older podcasts, you will remember that you know we, uh, we don't know who the other guy is too well. We, we played a role-playing game. We spent some time on Skype that way, but... As far as I can recall, perhaps Owen can correct me. Uh, it's, that was pretty much it, right? It was like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, how you doing? Role play? Podcast? Sure. Isn't that how it panned out? <laughs> yeah, I think we did a, an adventure book first. Right, adventure book, role play. But to be fair, that was the core of the interaction. We didn't spend, obviously, we didn't spend lots of times uh, online preparing for it or anything like that. Like we didn't hang out online or anything. It was the... And now we're like best of friends. Do, 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 do. So, there... Well, we don't want to make... Sorry. We don't want to make any specific claims about Season 3 other than it's going to happen. And it will hopefully feature the best of what we've learned and still have the air of spontaneity about it. Um, it's not like it's going to be this massively scripted thing. and <laughs> Like it was scripted anyway. No, I'm not saying that it's going to be. Uh, people might be like, oh, what are they going to... Just be like, this is the way it <laughs> really? is. Oh no, what are they going to do? No, this is not worth it! Stop! Ah, <laughs> uh, there'll probably be dope-ass prizes. That much, I can assure you. Alright, well... Unless you have anything to add there, we can perhaps move on to another segment from the past. Uh, yes, I would just like to say thanks for listening. My efforts to care about you more than Phil does. Would Phil rather the the great <laughs> the great segment that was I think demolished in this season due to its clunkiness. Clunkiness, yeah. So uh, basically, if you don't know what it is, I'm going to ask Phil three would-you-rather questions, and I have uh, written down what I believe he's going to answer. So after he's given me his answer, I will then uh, reveal mine. So wait, Very shouldn't simple. you reveal your... Wait. Well, you have to... I won't look at Skype, but I require you to type in which one it is before I give you my answer. What? Well, yeah. I I don't want to be sullied by your answer, but I'd like to know what it is before I select it. I mean, I'd like to have it in the Skype box, knowing that it's there, so I can look at it after I tell you my answer. And you'll be like, oh, that's not what I... All right, just read some off, damn it. Would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or have a roll of penises down your back like a stegosaurus? Wow. <laughs> What would the first thing you would ask would be, are they functional penises? Absolutely. Everything is functional, the vagina and the penises. Well, 
Yeah, penis back. I don't have to apply much thought to the vagina on the forehead. It's kind of awkward. Um, yeah, a row of penises. That's just multiple. I could finally have that multiple concurrent orgasm. Shirts would be a problem, but, you know, every time I got excited, I. Well, that would look weird. <laughs> like a dinosaur, I suppose. Do I have to urinate out of them? Um, well, they can be... Yeah, you can, like, divert if you want, if you really want to. Hmm. Divert. I probably wouldn't bother with the one between my legs. I can't think of any pros for the vagina on the forehead, other than my hat would stay on a lot easier. <laughs> with a bit of suction. Uh, so what you going the for? Penis back. <laughs> okay, I have. Uh, I believe Phil would choose the vagina. <laughs> Phil is a man who is always overprepared for unlikely situations. Having another tool, this being the vagina, will allow him to grow his arsenal of useless preparation. Got a stray hair stuck on your face? Forehead Phil can queef it off. <laughs> Wouldn't I, by definition, have a lot of stray hairs <laughs> on my face there? No, you're just standing next to somebody and they got hair on them, their face and you don't want to touch when them. Why did I become like a doomsday uh, prepper in your book? <laughs> you're always overprepared when you go for a bike One time! You saw one picture! And you're like, that's too much stuff. <laughs> and then you're like, your backpack's Forehead Phil so small. can queef it off. Alright, alright. Uh, being pinned down by a man-eating bear? Vaginal squirt to the face. Thus, Phil <laughs> will pick vagina. I don't know what's more disturbing, the actual question or your reason behind my selection. Didn't get that one. All right. Would Phil rather have legs as long as your fingers or fingers as long as your legs? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I immediately think of Dalzim from Street Fighter. <laughs> I hate that dude. Um... <laughs> There's always one dude that played him flawlessly. He was like the dude you'd have to beat in order to play the game. At the, the wizard? Yes, he was the wizard. It just appears from the musky part of the the back end of the arcade. <laughs> yeah, like it comes up. Step four, challenger! <laughs> yeah. Well, it sucked. We'd all be playing, you know, and it'd be a pretty fair rotation because we're all of equal skill level. And then this dude would come up and put his quarter on the screen and be like, oh, it's that dude. new, new, new. Anyway, uh, let's see. What are the benefits? I guess if my legs were the size of my fingers, I well, it's a loss of mobility, but fingers the size of my legs, at least I could still get around, and there's got to be advantages. All I can think about, for some reason, is getting them stuck in more doors, possibly more than one door at the same time. Uh, hmm. Masturbating would be a chore. <laughs> that it would. That it uh, would. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking of any pros for the feet leg. The feet leg. The leg fingers. Is that what it was? It was just. Legs the size of my uh, yeah, fingers as long as your legs, or legs as long as your fingers. I think just by ease of existing, 
I would have fingers as long as my legs, and I would just <laughs> run around the the food store, <laughs> making my long fingers rip open all the day. Long fingers. There we go. I want to tell you my plans in case it happens. <laughs> Phil would choose legs as long as your fingers. <laughs> Having finger-sized legs would be hugely inconvenient for a man who likes to wear gloves for no apparent reason. Sick. Such as Phil. Having finger-sized legs is truly a blessing. He will no longer be expected to help his elderly neighbours, as moving items and or people with such tiny legs would cause them to buckle under the pressure, giving Phil a grand excuse not to help the cesspit around him that he calls humanity. All right. Again, I have to question, what's with the glove thing? Where are you pulling these things out of? You're always wearing gloves for no reason. When? What was the last time? I'm not wearing gloves now. What was the last time I wore gloves? Did you? How were you? Whenever you go outside, you're always wearing gloves. It's just like the only time coming. you've seen me outside. I'm either on a bike where you wear gloves, or it's freaking cold out. Uh, blah blah blah. Right. Would Phil rather change gender every time he sneezes, <laughs> or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby? I, shush, uh, all right, right off the bat, I would assume if I had the second one that I just try to keep myself away from muffins and or babies. That's got to be really confusing going into the bakery. <laughs> like, oh, hmm, that's some nice uh, hoagie bread over there. And uh, hmm, what's that pizza? Oh, Jesus Christ, you got a thing full of babies <laughs> in there. Why? <laughs> Got, you've got blueberry babies? Delicious. Hmm. And I sneeze. I don't usually just sneeze once. So I'm thinking of the horrors <laughs> of... Hatchu! 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 My groin area would probably be really hurting with all that changing. Hopefully it would just be magically <laughs> instantaneous and not some sort of werewolf in London transformation. No, it is instantaneous. Right. Well, then sneezes. Um, because you can kind of make yourself sneeze too and you could have a lot of fun that way I would like to go into a uh, female dressing room as a man and then when they're all like oh you can't go in there you know tickle my nose Achoo! excuse me oh uh -huh. sorry <laughs> ma'am I, I thought you were a man I'll sue your ass so there yeah win win Okay. Uh, I've put, uh, the answer is obvious. Phil would choose to be a sneezing gender bender. While a muffin baby-based ignorance is a wonderful thing, I don't believe Phil could handle it. Phil could finally act out the double-agent life he has always wanted. With one sneeze, he goes from boring old Phil Skimbosh to Philippa Skyrocket, billionaire wife to Russian mob king. That is truly the life for Philippa. Hmm. Hmm. What you say has merit. <laughs> so let me get this. So one for three one there. One for three. Well, well, well. Now the shoe is on the other foot. I can't believe I almost fucked that up. Because <laughs> I started thinking about... Now the shoe is on my fingers. I know. I started thinking about the damn gloves. <laughs> but now that the shoe is on the other hand. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> oh, Philippa, what's next? Well, that's kind of the end of the the scripted stuff. 
Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's kind of the end of the outline. Uh, I could share. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean? <laughs> sorry. Jesus Christ, O'Neill. Somebody taking you over there? What's going on? All right, you you want to get on the mic, O'Neill? Surely I do, laddie. Surely. How you doing, Owen? It's O'Neill, your old pal. <laughs> I'm here in the states. Fuck ah, off. In the states. You know how I'm saying the states, because that's where I am. You'll never kiss. Get on with it. It's a wonderful thing they got here. I was in the store and they had powdered orange juice. I'm like, oh, what do you do with this? <laughs> I'm sorry, they had what? powdered orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> powdered orange juice. You add juice? water. You just add water and then you got orange juice. It's an amazing thing they got here. They have powdered milk. You just add water and then you got. I got milk. Oh, it's amazing. <coughs> and guess what? They got baby powder. He just had water. Now you don't get the babies. All right, O'Neill, that was a terrible joke. What? Surely, I am the pinnacle of humor. I'm just going to leave. There's no reason for me to be here. All right, O'Neill. have just gone off into your own fantasy world. O'Neill, you're going to have to run off, I'm afraid. That was O'Neill running off. <laughs> he's very, uh... He's very, very light on his feet, one. actually. <laughs> he didn't shut the door. All right. Uh, yes. Is there some Hail Mary play that we're not running here that we forgot? Some sort of uh, game that we're forgetting? Something that we nixed? No. Something that we nixed? I don't believe so. I challenge you to tell me when was the first episode that O'Neill appeared in. Me. <laughs> Sorry. That just confused the shit out of me. What are you asking? I'm talking to you. That's who I'm asking the question. <laughs> me? <laughs> You're asking me when O'Neill appeared. <laughs> yes. Stop stalling. Well, do you know? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, it's <laughs> I wrote it down. Uh, season two, um, episode six. seven. That's what I meant. So, if you're listening, you can go back and relive that. Uh, if you want to relive something, relive the part of season one where I knew, where I knew that Owen was serious about the podumentary, and that, of course, is. The little hidden gem known as Asgassination. <laughs> if you can... Well, you got to bring that one up. Because if you can fart and get away with it and not have a problem with it, then you know you're going to be podcasting. It's That's how I knew. That's how I knew. All right. Uh, I guess it's been a fun ride. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I, I feel like... We squeezed a lot in that we haven't really exceeded any time boundary, but that we got in a lot of a lot of good stuff. We hope that if you're listening to this at college, that you're doing well. And if you're not listening to it while you're at college, you're foolish, foolish. K 
Get on the wave. All right. I guess until Halloween, as Owen stated the day before Halloween, we shall take our leave. And we will appreciate any emails. Maybe tell us what you're doing if you celebrate Halloween. Wouldn't mind some Halloween emails at waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. Always on Owen's fan page. Feel free, feel free to bring things up. Uh, yeah, uh, just like old times, I gotta go mow the friggin' lawn before I can enjoy the rest of my day. So, absolutely wonderful. Uh, yeah, Owen, end of season two. You feel all right? Uh, yeah, I I feel great. In fact, um, thanks. All right. Wow. Ending on kindness. Very strange. Very strange. Hopefully the world won't end. See you Halloween. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I forgot that in this strange reverse world, it's oh, Mamma Mia. That's an Owen Phil. <laughs> I don't know. If I just say that's a mouth Owen, I don't like the way that works. It's freaky. It scares me. You want a mouth Owen? All right, well, um, I, I believe this is my second go at uh, a mouth, Owen. Mm. And I'm going to be bringing it back to basics, and I'm going to be expanding the the mouth fill oh. uh, Owen universe. I'm going to be eating a uh, just a, a normal onion, mm. <laughs> something that uh, Phil would never do. You realize you're eating somebody's because... water lily, according to the last fortune cookie. <laughs> That's right. So um, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Uh, so. Toy, toy, toy. Whoa! Oh my goodness. Those of Americans ate wild onions, and the pilgrims bought onions with them on the Mayflower. Onions were eaten at the first Thanksgiving dinner. Watch out for whatever beside you on Thanksgiving. After slicing onions. Wash your hands in cold water, then rub them with salt and vinegar. Salt or vinegar will remove the onion smell from your hands. The word onion comes from the Latin uno, meaning one or unity, because an onion grows on a single bulb. Onions, believe it or not, are a good source of vitamin C and fibre. They are low fat and calories and antioxidants found in onions help prevent high blood pressure and some forms of cancer. Don't spit any out. <coughs> in ancient Egypt, the word onion was a symbol for eternity because it is a circle within a circle. Pharaoh Chepiads paid workers who built the Great Pyramid in onions, garlic and parsley. Onions were painted on the walls of the pyramids. Mummies were even buried with onions. Mummies? <laughs> Mummies. Oh, I hope you've learned from today's mouth, Owen, which you should be doing. And I've just learned that onions in large quantities burn the roof of my mouth. He's still chewing. 
Thanks, everyone. Wow. See you October 30th. <coughs> it's powerful, powerful stuff. Truly the most delicious audio of any podcast. Delicious forbidden audio. Owen, oh, yeah. eating somebody's water lily. How does it feel? Tingly on the tongue. <laughs> Uh, eating somebody's water lily is definitely a euphemism for cunnilingus. So, yes, remember the holidays, people, not just with your friends and family, but with the podcast family that you have known and come to love. All right, so. I think we should end on a positive note. So I would just like interruption, to say that Phil... Interruption, interruption. <laughs> Quick! Roleplay! Jesus Christ. We... I still got onion in my mouth. We are... Suck it up. We are two sex toys... I did, and I was all tingling. We are two sex toys in a porn shop trying to one-up <laughs> each other, uh, hawking their features out to passerbys. We're uh, making these outrageous claims so that somebody buys us instead of the other one. And go. Vibrating anal dildo here. Vibrating only take four AA batteries. Good for a night. How you doing? Four AA batteries. Vibrating rabbit only takes three AA batteries. That's right. Four three AA batteries power. and is self-lubing. Uh, That's right. Ribbed. Ribbed for pleasure. Ribbed for the pleasure of both genders going right in the box. I have a motor tool that allows for scissoring. High definition interface. Uh, USB port. USB. I can be extended. HBO Incorporated. Uh, Plug me into your computer to vibrate every time somebody swears. I'm also a functioning umbrella. Functioning umbrella. $49.99. Functioning umbrella. Turn me upside down and use me as a pen. I also get satellite radio satellite radio 13 different stations 4 AA batteries vibrating anal tickler ribbed this self lubricating extending vaginal uh, vibrator is actually suitable for kids uh, comes with a free <laughs> set of golf club <laughs> oh christ you're making O'Neill cry. <laughs> All right, let us know. Not what I meant to say. Uh, suitable for kids. Wave of absurdity. Send your hate mail. Wave of absurdity at hotmail dot com. Oh, and let's let's not leave the stale taste. Poor choice of words. Of your little social blunder there and let's instead you want to leave them with a, a highlight with what you and I can agree is perhaps one of our crowning role plays of the wave of absurdity absolutely the final recording play of season two has just ended by the way outdone my friend <laughs> now I think I know what you think you're thinking of a role play that was probably my well it is my personal favorite and I believe you said some in the past that it is your favorite too well uh, I believe you're talking about the sperm role I play. didn't say it was my favorite said it was up there 
<laughs> what was your favorite? Well, that's what I didn't want to get into. I don't. I don't. It's because it's the wave. Because it's a big pool of brain spewings. I don't. Yeah. Okay, nobody cares. So uh, <laughs> once again, thanks for listening. See you in the special and enjoy this uh, this classic role play. Oh, the one you just read. The with sperm ready to be ejaculated. And you are my coach. Well, you might as well read the other two. <laughs> <laughs> two disagreeing traffic lights. Right, right. Two right. atomic bombs ready to be dropped on Hiroshima. Uh, I will go for the sperm scenario. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know where your starting point for this will be. <laughs> oh, I guess. I think that'll be crucial, though. Well, I guess when. I said none of these role plays takes a human form. I guess that's sort of a lie. Yeah. <coughs> Ooh. Or is <laughs> it? This could be the baseline for a very serious conversation about when does life actually begin? Not with two sperm talking to each other. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, it seems that we're doing this one. Uh, men, please get your testicles checked for <laughs> testicle cancer. Please, wife, don't come home now. Please, wife, don't come home now. <laughs> Uh, Phil, if you want to start, like, um, you know, the man's already engaging in sex, and you're like the Joe Sergeant busting in, preparing us. So wait, so can I uh, address you singularly, or can I address Yes, no, you're you're my personal coach. This is what we've been training for. And spermption. You skill-sucking freak, are you (laughs) ready? What? what? It's time to go. It's time to go. Do you feel that up and down motion, that in and out? Are you ready to go, sir? Why am I calling you, sir? What time is it? Wake up. When I Uh, give you the word, I want your body at the position uh, of attention. I want your head and tail at that yellow line ready to fire off on my command. Do you hear me? What's going on? Wake up! This is not a drill! Wake no, up! This is a no, call no, to action! No, no, we no, are no, engaged! No, 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 Get shut up! Further! We uh, are engaged in penetration! Uh, Do you understand uh, me? Penetration? Oh, shit! I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! Get your kid on! Get your kid on! It's on! It's on! It's on! It's on! Sir, yes, sir! Get on that yellow line! What yellow line? The yellow line at the end of your bunk. Get ready in a position to move. Are you in a position to move? That's Cecilis. You told me not to touch it. Stand there. Stand there and get ready. Yes, sir. We have ejaculation in under 30 seconds. I need to know that you are mentally prepared to enter this woman. I don't know if I could do this, sir. I need to shut the window. I don't know if I could do this, sir. You can do it. Everything that you have been trained to do, all those push-throughs that we practiced, it's all led up to this moment. You are going into that egg. If it's the last thing you do, which incidentally it will be, are you ready? Flap, 15 sir? seconds. What if it's a fap? I can't do it. It's not a fap. I know in my heart I have a feeling about this. I have a deep connection to the testicles. Ten seconds left. You are going deep. you got to remember that when you are in those tubes that you do not follow anyone else. You go with the flow. You follow those capillaries. You understand me? Five seconds left. Are sir, you yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Ugh, I feel something weird. All right. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. Here we go. Let's look at this. <laughs>
Ride the stream, boy. Ride the stream. Take it to the edge. Huh. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about them. Slam man down. We They're dead to down. us. They are dead to us. You understand me? You focus. You focus straight ahead. Turn left. 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 Good. Good. I like the way you use your tail. You remember sir, all your training. I'm getting tired, sir. I can't. Keep moving. Do not give up. Do not give up. You keep woogling that little tail. I will personally get behind you and shove you with my head on your little sperm tail. Go. You see? You see? I see the egg ahead of us there. Sir, I've just realized. What? (laughs) I've got an extra chromosome. I'm a down. No. Against the wall, you son of a bitch. How dare you enter these sacred fallopian tubes? I'm on the floor. <laughs> How dare you enter these sacred fallopian tubes under false pretense? You get up and you get in that egg anyway. We have a mission and we're going to do it. God damn what the higher powers say. God damn them to hell. Is it because my name's Phil and I said fallopian tubes? <laughs> Did you think that was the end? Did you think that was it? Owen, tell them that's not the case. That's not the case. Owen's going to tell us if they think they, being everybody else but him, should he have a pair of underwear, oh, sorry, a form of underwear named after him, or designer brand. What would they name the Owen underwear? What would be, like, the the nickname for Owen's brand of underwear? Owen? Uh, Owen's briefs. Owen's briefs? You wouldn't want things like... Uh... Just, just not, that's why we do a lot of features with your name. You have mouthfill, fill in the blank, because your name is easily uh, transformed into those things. I mean, what can you do with mine apart from Owen? No, no, I'm not saying... (laughs) Objects in underwear are smaller than they appear. How about you give a... You just come up with a name. It doesn't have to have your name in it, like Thundercock brand underwear or... um, Brown for your pleasure. I don't know what I'm going with there, but... (laughs) What would you name your underwear brand if you had a line of underwear? Probably... Queefs. Queefs. <laughs> Underwear built for a man to make you feel like a woman. There's a uh, market for it, and goddamn, am I going to blow over that? I think that was a terrible way to start the extra little bit of time here. In case you're wondering, people, it's been what, about 10 days since we finished recording. Uh, (laughs) I just smushed my face against the microphone. (laughs) All right. Ten days and counting. Are we going to do it? How do I work this thing? (laughs) (laughs) How me talk microphone? So, we're going to throw in a little extra. Not that we feel that what you've just heard was bad. It's a nice tight package. I left that open. You plug in my queefs again? Yes, there we go. Knew that pause would be worth it. Uh, we just felt that 
you, the listener, deserved a little bit more. Plus, some shit happened to me that I wanted to talk about. Um. Oh, and you're a pleasant driver, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I was driving, and this chick was uh, riding my ass, riding my bumper. She was in a minivan, and I'm, I'm trying not to get too agitated over it, but I can see her in the rearview mirror, and I couldn't quite figure out. She's raising her hand up to her head. Like every so often, and I'm like, "What well, is she like on voicemail? What's she? You know, most people just leave the phone up there and blah blah blah. But she's obviously not paying a whole lot of attention to traffic and such. And after a little while, I realized what all those hand motions were and what was going on. She was eating something that required a spoon <laughs> while she was driving a minivan. Now, I don't know about you. But I think that's a little above and beyond what you should be doing while driving. You know, a candy bar, maybe some fries. But if you've got a bowl of shit that you're eating while you're driving, I think that's asking for something, an accident. So, you know, break check, break check, break check. Hopefully she spilled whatever it was she was eating. See, I hope you did that. <laughs> Well, Hope she just like road rage cuts you off, and she's getting out of the car, and she's spitting all those cornflakes at you or whatever. <laughs> Do you know what you were hearing? These Cheerios cost good money, sir. <laughs> oh, Cheerios! Seems like this is the season finale. Do you remember the time when you coughed up a Cheerio? I, I do, and <laughs> I also well, it wasn't on a podcast, but not too long ago, having some baby carrots. And one went down my throat. I didn't swallow. I literally uh, inhaled it. You it say like, one went down your throat. Where do all the others normally go then? Well, I mean... <laughs> down your shirt. How do carrots work? Into my eye. Them. Uh, no, it, was, <laughs> it was disturbing because it was like in my mouth and then it was gone like a magic trick. <laughs> but I had to call 911. I'm waiting still. Like maybe there's... A baby carrot somewhere that I don't know, located in my lungs. <laughs> Hiding behind your kidneys, waiting to strike. <laughs> One of these days. That's what you get for picking celery over me, you son of a bitch. Uh, what's the worst thing you've ever done while driving? See, I'm I'm quite bland when it comes to driving. I like to abide by the rules, but mm -hmm. I don't have any shame of like going digging into my nose and. I don't mind if people start looking at me because then we're both engaged in an activity. I'm obviously trying to root out the biggest thing I can get. He or she's obviously rooting for my biggest thing that I can get out of it. And it's just sort of this sort of magical standoff. It's just like, I don't know what I'm going to get. They don't know what I'm going to get. And we're sort of bonded over this great big picking. <laughs> and I, I, that's, what I, that's what I like to do. And I also like to uh, obey the law. So I obviously I do... I know, I'm a square. I do the speed limit, but I also only generally do that if people are behind me, so then they have to slow down. So, so I guess you I'm are sort a of cock an on the asshole. Road. <laughs> I just, I just want to know: are you, are, are you a pain in the ass? Are you one of those people when you drive? I'm terrified of driving, so I'm overly cautious. Apart from when I'm obviously picking my nose, <laughs> <laughs> right? And texting oh. and you know drinking, but. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'm pretty good. 
I, uh, after hearing that, am thinking, gee, what I was about to say about me, maybe I shouldn't, because it doesn't have that kind of fluffy, congenial attitude that you're throwing at me here. I mean, I've crashed into old people before, I don't know. While you were picking your nose (laughs) on your phone? No, I I, I caved into peer pressure because I was was driving with somebody, and he was just like, go, go, go! And, you know... (laughs) (laughs) My... (laughs) My brain melted for a second, and I panicked, and I just went, 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 and I went into some old people. Drive fast, speed turns me on old people! <laughs> that turns no. me on, too. I mean, uh, you do the the old sly, you don't tell the insurance, so you keep your no-claims bonus, under-the-handed thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know there's a fetish that people get aroused from being in car crashes? <laughs> I shit you not. I think they made a movie about it called Crash. No, wait, no, 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 not Crash. That was the. There is, I swear. It's got. Uh, uh, trust me, there's a movie out there. So, it, if that if there's this fetish, is the more the severe injury, the better the orgasm? I don't or know. Or do you just like get into a car crash and it's like, oh, only a broken finger? <laughs> but if you go in and your it. spine's broke, you, oh, 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 you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my spine, quick, somebody suck me off. <laughs> Mom, get it. <laughs> Put down the phone. Oh, Christ. Uh, I, that was not on my little notes, too. You're all confuffeted, aren't you there, Phil? You don't <laughs> know where you're going now, and now we've got to kneel into the mix there. Um... This isn't a fetish, but it seems like a good jumping-off point. Uh, would you ever stick somebody else's poo up your butt? <gasps> Speaking of that... <laughs> I'll take I, that as a yes. I had a, the urge to go for, you know, a whiz, and I ignored that for a very long time uh, until I finally, like, really needed to go. So I go up. You know, start urinating, and then you get the surprise poo attack. You know, when you're just there, you you have no urge, no urge whatsoever to uh, to defecate whatsoever. You're just standing there, releasing your valve. Next thing you know, whoop! And then of course, it's it's really dependent on how quick you can be at this point. So I managed to to clench up tighter than I don't know a Chinaman's eyes in the sun, and. Um, I managed to finish my way and I didn't poop. Good for so you. So I go back to the living room. Note to <laughs> self, insert crowd clapping. I go <laughs> I go back to the living room and I take a seat. And because I sat down, I felt the, the poo. It must have been quite close to the exit point or maybe out the exit point. But as I sat down, I felt it retract all the way back up. Okay. All right. So are you saying that's equal to slightly less well, than? I'm just saying it wasn't a bad sensation. So, <laughs> well, that's because I understand why women do anal now. You know. Well, all right, but imagine you didn't have to poop. Like, there's not a poop that it was coming out and then going back in. It's a a, a separate poop that you have to insert into your anus. But then, how firm is this poop? Because it's obviously got to be firm to breach my anal wall. What about an enema of somebody else's poop? <laughs> Now you're talking, sign me up. Well, it's a medical thing, apparently, that if you have this this horrible infection, 
that could fuck you up. Uh, what's it called here? Oh, it's got a very confusing... Uh, Society clost- Zing! Clostridium Difficile <laughs> Infection. Nice pronunciation. Wow. Uh, however, if you're one of the unlucky bastards where the antibiotics... Uh, apparently it makes you shit yourself silly and then you die. <laughs> um, so, nasty business there. And if you don't respond to the antibiotics, you're fucked, but... They did come up with a quasi-solution that seems to work on some people and makes other people die. It's where they uh, transplant healthy fecal bacteria into your bowels via enema. Um, And then the healthy bacteria help restore balance in your intestinal tract. But it is required that you get an enema from a healthy donor. So, so, if you had this horrific disease... Right. We'll and, call it C-diff, um, according to this article. C.diff. C.diff. And it just so happens that I was in the area. Right. I see you collapse. You're shitting yourself. I get the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks pass or whatever. You don't respond to the antibiotics. He needs some ass-to-ass resuscitation. <laughs> they test everybody. You know, They test your wife, your friends, or whatever. No match. No, they're, they're, they're all horribly unhealthy. They test me. Owen's a universal poop donor. <laughs> they test me, and they're like, <laughs> I've never seen healthier Bowser more more off. <laughs> Do uh, you then accept a piece of me inside of you? Do I get a poop transfusion from Owen? Do we become fecal brothers? <laughs> Strong bond. Uh, yeah. Does that in one country a man takes a shit? Many miles away another man feels an urge. Stranger than fiction? No. Anima transfusion. I would, if my life depended on it, yeah. Just squirt it up my ass. <laughs> squirt it up my ass and let your healthy fecal bacteria go to work. I can always return the favor later on. Nah. Ass to ass resuscitation. Oh my! Do you uh, do you use electronics when you're on the shitter, Sir Owen? I try not to because I've almost dropped my phone in a full toilet before. Yeah. Um, but yes, I yeah all the time. Um, did you uh, ever hear? I think the MythBusters did it as well, where they measure the amount of fecal bacteria floating around the bathroom. How far? What I'm getting at is that no matter how how well you keep your hands clean and things like that, that your phone is... If you can smell shit, those are little shit particles, right? That's how you smell, little particles. So if you're smelling shit, that means there's shit particles in the air. You've got shit particles on your phone. Um, So if you're listening, a little public service announcement from Wave of Absurdity, stop taking your phones and your pads and the shitter. You're getting shit all over your electronics. All right? Stop it. Should I stop blicking it then? Well, there's an app for that. <laughs> what? Uh, Wait, what? I don't know. The just all right. So far, we've gotten underwear, shit transplant, uh, shit particles on your electronics. Let's have a non-shit conversation. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know how to do that. Feeling Phil? How's your colon? <laughs> it's nervous. Nervous from this conversation. <laughs> no, I uh, nervous to receive me. I have after the. Don't say it that way. <laughs> I have had after um, the the last recording. We didn't have the feature. Uh, we're passing by, hearing things. Uh, street pass. Street pass. Yes, three, actually, in a small period of time, that I've ranged arranged in order of how confused and amused I was, and how much I would like to know what was going on because it really was in passing. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of do it, David Letterman. Hence style. the name. <laughs> yeah, starting from number three. That was, this was in the library. People were walking out of the library, and the one woman said, you can't continue to hate the Irish like that. And then they left. Sure. Why did they hate the Irish there, <laughs> Phil? You should have gone back and said, excuse me. Didn't think about O'Neill. You stingy bitch. Uh, at the bakery. Uh, dude was pointing. Was this all in one day? I could just imagine. No, no, no. I wasn't Narrating your life. Yeah. Phil is going to the library. He picks up a book. He puts it's it about back. Baking. Next, he's at the bakery. <laughs> he's off to the bakery. <laughs> oh no, his shoelace has been undied. <laughs> will he notice in time, or will he slip? How many streetlights do you see? All right. Uh, in the bakery, I uh, heard a man say, "She can't have kids, so don't be stingy with that icing." <laughs> so, would have loved to know how that all equals out. That was number two, and the number one. That I heard, same store, different day. Um, <laughs> you spent all the time in the bakery. Oh, <laughs> one. Uh, what happened? No, oh, I Did just got attacked on my foot. No, oh, nothing big. Number Very one ghost. thing I heard in passing that confused and amused me was a woman on her phone going, "What do you mean everything is on fire?" <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> tough. <laughs> <laughs> Babies <laughs> Electronics I could just picture somebody on the other end going What do you think everything means? <laughs> everything is on fire <laughs> so, And she said it like really calm So Who knows I have Two news articles But I figured before popped into those that I have a little role play here since that seems to be sort of a general consensus I say consensus from three or four <laughs> people that enjoy the role plays that perhaps perhaps we'll do another one or two in this the extended feature for the season end what do you say ooh all right. You want to go with mine or yours? Uh, yours. <laughs> I have two. One's pretty weak. This one, uh, I'll, I'll leave the weak one aside. This is not my weak one, so I don't know how you'll... You prepared my, my ones. Well, the one, you always suggest ones where things get crushed, stepped on, sucked into a plane, knife, shot. No, I didn't. You do. No, I didn't. I did a good one, and you're like, uh, I don't all right, know how we All right, let's do yours. That. We'll let the people decide. Let's do yours. <laughs> Tell the audience, please. Uh, we are. 
Mm. Nervous? We, uh, no, well, okay. we're two eyeballs that um, are trying. Well, we, we got into a fight, and uh, we're, we're looking away from each other. But uh, we have to mend our differences because we're giving the owner of the eyes a, a eye strain and a headache. And they're bumping all over the place. So it is a pair of eyeballs in the same person and not just two Your separate. left eye, I'm right eye. All right. You know, left is considered traditionally uh, the, the side of Lucifer. be lost. Mm-hmm. The one that can be lost? All right. <laughs> That's the tendency of just rolling under things. Now, something that was never really clarified with the uh, role-playing, I don't know about Owen, but I generally like to say stop or scene or whatever when one of us truly flops or loses it or laps too hard. I think we should make a clear-cut goal that there's a winner and loser at role-playing. If you if you can't come up with something uh, or you, you know, laugh too much, how does that sound? Sure. Perfect? I know. Thank you. Well, then we need to set an ending time, or how much role-playing we can get done in a minute. I don't know. Uh, just, uh, that'd be a resolution, I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, take it away, right eyeball. Wait, what do, do, are we going to... Are we already done arguing, or are we going to start... No, no. We're going to... Right. Look straight, look straight. We're going to bump into... Oh. oh, sorry. No, I'm doing that How? thing where you look at your nose, and if you only do it with one eye, it, it makes it look like... Why a... were you doing that? You're a complete moron. I have to work with oh, you every 24 ooh. hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days. It's just... You're, you're doing, you're doing my corner in, man. I think you've been poked a few too many times by those Poked, classes. poked. I'm getting poked because you keep looking the other way, and I keep oh, getting Oh, look, a dog. To... Why do I stop? That's it. That's it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm looking the other way. You can't look the other way. Hey, the dog's taking a poop. Oh, God, he's trying to pull me back. He's not going to do it. I'm going to keep looking the other way. I'm tired. I think I'm... Where's... Can I just pull this eyelid down? (laughs) What are you doing that for? It's itchy out. You're causing him to get a headache now. What are you going to do? Oh, wait, wait. There's a... Now your eyes are too moist. You're leaking all over the place. He's getting into the car. He's getting into the car. Let's stop arguing. Can we work for the better good? He's getting into the car. Oh, man, that dog is too funny. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to cause major eye strain. Do you feel it? Uh, He's going to rub. He's going to rub. (laughs) And see, I heard you back away and snigger. Yeah. Yeah, so that to me is a loss. You lost that role play. (laughs) Because you're stupid and ugly. (laughs) Uh, You're a veteran of role playing, right? Uh, sure. Yes. Um, about a year ago, well, a little over a year ago, 2012, October 2nd, there was an ad in Craigslist. Woman DM needed for D&D-based adult bachelor party. Description. Looking for a woman with dungeon master experience in Dungeons & Dragons, uh, specifically 3.0 or 3.5 edition, to run a game. 
This event is for a bachelor party, and the future husband-to-be would prefer if the DM could be topless. <laughs> With that said, I ensure you that nothing else is expected of you other than an exciting adventure. <laughs> Requirements. Dungeon Master Experience and Dungeons & Dragons. Must be able to provide a picture including the face and body. No nudes, please. Hmm. It is preferable that the cup size be at least C or greater. If books are needed, it must be stated ahead of time, however, and it would be preferable if the DM had her own. So, how much do you think... uh, Oh, wait, clientele. There will be five guys, which was in parentheses. I don't know why they would put guys in parentheses. There are five guys, quote-unquote, that will be participating, including myself. We are all above the age of 24. Each of us are gentlemen and will treat the Dungeon Master with the utmost of respect. We'll treat you with respect, but get your titties out, love! Ah, uh, compensation. I honestly don't know how to charge for this kind of service because it's not something typically done. So the compensation will be negotiated. It's expected that the session will last no less than 30 minutes. So there's, there's your info. What kind of lame Dungeons & Dragons party lasts 30 minutes? No, at le- no less than 30 minutes. So Okay, good. Yeah. Um, how much would you charge? For, <laughs> well, <laughs> having watched a lot of uh, those LARPing things with you, I can firmly say that a lot of these women, to put it nicely, are, are munters. So, well, there were a few. There, I think there were quite a few. Uh, if there was a, a female version of Fern, and yes, I would <laughs> probably. Pantsless Fern, DMing. <laughs> I mean, an hour of your time, you're in topless, about 150. You are a slut. <laughs> you're supposed to say you wouldn't do it at all. Nobody's going to pay attention to the game. What? It's good money. I don't know. Would you go to a bachelor party where they were like, oh, we're going to play D&D? <laughs> it's a night out, boys. Well, I think that if you were to get married at this age... I think he would have, like, a D&D bachelor party. Yeah, I could possibly. see you, like, huddled around with a crown or something. I am the bachelor. <laughs> I decide how today's game goes. Yes, well, I would be the DM, so I would want all my players to be topless. <laughs> I'm sure if I got married today at my age, my wife would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Getting married again. So, Just push her face and say, go away. Yeah. Ladies... Of Wave of Absurdity, let us know how much would you charge to run a game where you had to be topless for at least 30 minutes. Wave of Absurdity at Hotmail.com. All right. <laughs> Sorry, it's. It's, uh. What do you mean everything's on fire? All right, uh, I never told you the worst thing I did, um, while driving. Nitrous oxide. I would assume. <laughs> I already said it. Oh, I didn't hear it. It was a whippet. Nitrous oxide. Hippie crack. Hippie crack. Uh, yeah, the uh, propellant that is inside of whipped cream cans. Nitrous oxide. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm such a good boy. I don't know anything about drugs or drugs you know or anything. We have whipped cream in the refrigerator. If I do it just right, I might be able to get a burst of nitrous oxide. You think I get in trouble for doing whippets you know, and recording it? No way. Nah. 
I'll just lie and say it wasn't. <laughs> Although your voice, new podcasting partner, your yeah. email in. Your voice changes dramatically. You sound like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Like fuck me. It's like the opposite of helium, as far as your voice goes. So, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get. The, there's not a lot left, so I don't know how that'll work. Hang on. Today on the uh, drugs edition of Way of Obscenity, oh, Phil is going to overdose. I have nothing uh, to say about this. In fact, uh, for legality reasons, I'm going to say don't do it, Phil. Don't do it. Use only as directed. Deliberately concentrating and inhaling the contents can be harmful or fatal. Let's inhale it! Oh, my phone. Oh, I didn't get a lot. Mm. I, I have to answer this. Fuck, we're going to have to edit all this motherfucking shit out. I'm sorry. I tried to take care of this before the podcast. Oh, have you ever had a wet dream? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I do have to tell you about that dream I had. It isn't wet, but yeah. Are you asking me about wet dreams because you had one and you're worried about your pee-pee and nocturnal <laughs> emissions? I've never had a wet dream, and I was just... <laughs> Are you feeling ripped off? No, I, I, that's good, isn't it? Because then you're up to the cleanup, and I just, I don't understand what can be so erotic in somebody's dream that makes. Do you, I mean, do you remember your first? Uh, do I remember my first? I don't. I don't think my first. I don't know. I, I know that in the eighth grade I had a wet dream involving the fourth grade teacher. Because we got a new one, and you know, budding sexuality and all that, and I, I tend to think that it's more, you know, you're lying on your, your penis or whatever, or you're rolling around in your sleep, and that friction, you know, triggers something in the brain. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I haven't had one like recently. Two weeks now. Yeah, I, know, I haven't had one today. <laughs> Um, but that makes sleeping oh, on a plane a bit awkward, huh? I do. I do remember. Well, uh, I can tell you my earliest erotic dream memory. I don't know if I splooged all over the uh, the bed. I can tell you mine as well, if you want. So you did? Are you saying you didn't have? Well, I didn't have a wet dream, but I remember my last exotic dream. Yes, I said erotic, not exotic. There's... No, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Erotic. I didn't know if you were switching gears on me or not. No, no, no. Mine was kind of boring, and then it was just the TV character, uh, Bill, Bill Huxtable, Bill Cosby's wife in the Cosby Show. She, See, I mean that that's good. You you used your dream for something you know that uh, you may not be able to achieve in real life otherwise. Whereas my uh, you dreamt of your sister. Dream, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was later. Um, the earliest one that I can remember is I um, banged uh, three homeless women. <laughs> was not expecting that at the same time. No, it was like a car park, and it was like one homeless on each level. <laughs> so there was three stories, and I just went oh. up and up and up. I'm moving on up. So was. Was it like Goldilocks? Like, ooh, this homeless woman's too small. 
<laughs> this one's too big. This one feels just right. And you didn't have any emissions? No, no. Probably because I was thinking in my head, I'm doing homeless people that have probably been on the streets for far too long. God knows what's going to happen. Do not fire the main cannon. Yeah, you, you've... You had a shitty See, I did dreamer. I didn't even use it for a celebrity or nothing, just <laughs> I had I had one and I, they're vulnerable. I've only told one person this, so now why not share it with uh, potential dozens and dozens of listeners? Because we don't kid ourselves here in wave of absurdity. Um it's a couple of thousand. Yes. Uh I had a dream that and I don't know the male that I dreamed of, but <laughs> I Careful. well no, and I dreamt that I was younger, and that this dude was trying to molest me. He kept <laughs> grabbing my balls and my dick, and it was, it was terrible. I woke up. I'm like, oh my god, this is. Do I have repressed <laughs> memories? What's going on? Who is this guy? And you know how some dreams fade. Like I just have this composite image of this dude that was kind of chasing me over beanbags in this weird room, <laughs> trying to grab my gonads. See, I think I have like the worst imagination when it comes to these sort of you know erotic things because i remember recently like three weeks i don't know how you're going to top three homeless ladies well yeah uh, first i'm banging homeless people with god knows what dream diseases they've got going on (laughs) you got dream but like three weeks ago i i dreamt that i was a woman anything yeah right and maybe you'd experiment on yourself no i just felt another man's dick (sighs) (laughs) you know i i (laughs) This is the My most uncomfortable part of podcasting I've ever been part of. So if I ever have, like, another sexual uh, dream, I'm sure it's going to be, I don't know, I'm going to be a woman and somebody's going to stick a can of Coke in my ass or something. Well, it's going to be really odd. I would like to think that if you think about it too much, it might happen. So you might want to get that Coke thing out of your head. Um, yeah. Out of my butt, but I'm ching. Let me. Uh, I mentioned to Owen earlier today that I had had a dream earlier this week, and dreamed about me. It. I didn't dream about you. Hey, I had hey. a dream where you were in it. I generally tend to have uh, guest stars in my dream, <laughs> starring in tonight's dream. Owen Chamberlain. I know. Come well, that's why I was kind of disappointed. You were the guest star. Usually, it's a you know an A lister. Uh, Sean well, Connery. Well, yeah, it is usually an A-list, and I continue that trend. <laughs> Don't laugh, hey, asshole. There's uh, big, big names in the industry, and then wait a minute, I know this guy, and it's weird because you know I, I haven't uh, seen you outside of pictures and uh, uh, odd video. I don't even know if that's the case, but obviously I have a an idea. You were much shorter than I imagined. <laughs> no, um, obviously I imagined you just fine. No, it was a... I'll cut to the chase because um, talking about a long dream is usually quite boring. It was a zombie apocalypse. So there's this area around the way. It's uh, it's kind of like a maze, you know, alleyways, and it kind of leads off into a park. And you were uh, like this errant survivor just kind of running around. You had a crossbow. And you shot me in the leg. <laughs> now, in the course of the dream, you know, the various things were happening, zombie apocalypse. Uh, you know why you shot me in my leg in my <laughs> dream? Because you're Phil? <laughs> no, because I knocked over your trash. <laughs> Thanks, brain. 
Just because society's gone to shit doesn't mean we have to turn to animals too, Phil. What are you, an animal? Fung. Um, wow, it's weird. Just thinking about it, I've a few times I've been in my dream, something physical happens, and then when I wake up, I have, you know, weird sensations. Like, I can feel... Uh, that morning, I'm like, ah. Oh. Like, I was literally thinking, Owen shot me in the leg. That's why my <laughs> leg feels funny. Did I recognize you in the dream? Yeah, yeah. You even like, like, oh, Phil, sorry, Phil. The way you go, Phil. Sometimes you do that. <laughs> Phil? Phil? What are you doing here? Yeah, so thanks for that. What happened thanks. at the end? Well, I woke up. Is there a resolution? You just woke up when I shot you? No, no, no. I, uh... Again, boring. I, I don't want to go into it too. Did we far. go off as as two triumphant heroes? <laughs> no, you did join uh, for a little while. You got me out of the confusing alleyway area. I think one of my fears was that I was going to be lost in a place that I was somewhat familiar with. And you were like, "So ah. I'm a good guy then. I shot you, but I got you out. Shot me because of trash." This is a trash can. Like, you're using this for some dipshitty kind of... Look, I'm getting all irritated at you in real life. <laughs> you don't build a barrier out of wheelie bins. It's just not worth it. <sighs> I have yet to dream about you, I think. Fine. Maybe this will help. More penis news. A 35-year-old man was charged with sexual assault in Salvesborg, Sweden, in July for allegedly following a 50-year-old woman home, apparently intending to flash her. So far, it sounds pretty grim, right? <laughs> After she made it safely inside before he could expose himself, apparently he was upset at that, she noticed some noise at the front door and found that the man had stuck his penis through the door's mail slot. <laughs> well, because it's got... Oh, wait, no, no, no. It wouldn't have a flap on either end, would it? Some do. <laughs> you could have just slammed it down. Return to sender. <laughs> and then, right. boom. The postman always rings twice. <laughs> I wonder if the sexual assault charge was to the door. Who does that? Oh, you forgot to lick the stamp. I don't know why the Swedish person sounds like a horny English dude. <laughs> Most 50-year-olds, they've... That's 35. What? He's 35. Yeah, but most, she, she was 50. Oh, yes. yes so yes. most 50-year-olds have sort of lesser mobility. So why don't you just quickly run up ahead and go, Hey, love, look at that. Hey, and then just run off again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't say how long or when he first thought he would flash her. <laughs> how then long? She's like, oh, he got, uh, she got into a cab. Quick, follow that 50-year-old. That's why I'm thankful to not have a mail slot. Rather have a mailbox. That way, if some dude's sticking his dick in my mailbox, I'm like, oh, it's at the end of the street at least. See, no, no, I don't like that. I open up other people's mail. I, do you go out of your way to get the mail, or do you mean you open other people's mail when it accidentally comes to your place? Uh, because this is a, a a flat, so there's there's me, a dude above me, and a dude above him. I there's three of us. I mean, it's, it's a threesome sausage. I don't know if I've ever told you, but uh, I've I've um, I've been here for about three years now, or well, maybe two. I don't, I don't know. Who cares? And for the first, yeah, it must be three years. For the so the, for the first two years, we I would get these cards um, addressed in my place, and uh, you would open it up. And uh, it would be a birthday card for like little Billy, who's like one years old, and there'd always be money in there. So uh -huh. essentially, I've stolen money from a one-year-old, 
and uh, it, it was sort of like a little tradition I had then because I know around like um, <laughs> oh, September October time. Well, September, October time, I'd know that a card would come. I'd make sure I was the first one to grab it. Then I'd open it up and be like, oh, £10, thank you very much. And then Christmas time, you're looking at a bigger haul, obviously. So it's like, right. uh, it was from Grandma. So it's just like £5 to Mummy and Daddy, £10 to you. And I'd be like, oh, thank you very much, £15. But recently that stopped, and that's kind of upsetting because I kind of like going through people's posts and stealing from children. Maybe you've caused a rift in the family like that. That's a little shit. Never sent a thank you note or anything. Says he's not getting it. Wants me to send more. It's not my fault. Yes, it not is. My... You're opening other people's mail. Federal offense here. I'm sure it's probably pretty a big deal over there. Well, I opened up uh, some more posts from, from, from my neighbor that left like a year ago, and it's a check for $830 uh, pounds. So uh, if it wasn't addressed to her, I would have taken that too. But oh, stupid security. Oh. Wow. Extra 40 minutes of wave of absurdity. You got whippets. You got opening other people's mail. I'm telling you, I, I love doing it. I feel it's, it's great. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, even for Christmas. As long as you're getting Christmas cards in, it doesn't really matter who they're from. And even if it's to you, because, you know, just... Just up the place a little bit. Uh, is is that woman is the type of person where they send uh, a pound amount, depending on the age, like five years old, five pounds, six years old, six pounds? No, because he was only like two, and he was getting like five pounds. I'm like, what's a two-year-old going to do with that? I need a new <laughs> DVD to watch. I'm getting bored over here. Thanks very much, Grandma. I had an aunt that would, you know, each year is like, oh, I'm turning 16, $16. And then she stopped when I turned 18. <laughs> like, all right, I see. We're getting into the brochure age here now. <laughs> yeah. Like, so what happens if I live to be 80? You better set up a trust fund now. <laughs> oh. uh, I think we should start winding down. I. Uh, you want to do my role play, sir? Ooh, we've already done a brilliant one, but let's do the lesser one. Yes, and then... And then We'll see. Maybe somebody will email in and tell me how good mine was. All right. We are the last two exam gloves in a box at a proctologist office. You know, he's about Why do I always got to be in surgeon and things, huh? <laughs> it's Jeez. better than dying. Yeah, well, you say mine always have a final result. Remember the hamsters? You got me shoved up an arse. All right. Well, look. We're probably... you, we were, you had a melon shoved up your ass and... A sex role play. I'm telling you, man, you got to think about asses. You would accept me in your ass? You would accept a lot of things, I'm assuming. I would not accept your fecal transplant. You know what? I take that back. <laughs> no. I'd rather die than be your <laughs> ass buddy, your butt no. slave. It's something we could talk about in like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I gave you ass-to-ass resuscitation. All right. Two exam gloves. The last in the box. In the proctologist's office, and a scene. <sighs> I miss the gang. Uh, I've been down here for so long. I don't even remember what's going on. You you know we're the same age, right? We're identical twins. What? <laughs> Speak louder. I said you know we're the same age, right? Whoa, whoa, the acoustics don't yell. Yeah, I know. It's been dark in here for a while. Oh. Ah, oh, finally. Was that a door? I'm cold. I've been wondering when we'd fulfill our destiny. Don't even know what it is. So uh, cold. So most cold. Most likely going to be used as a water bomb. Oh, that'd be fun. I've heard stories. 
Oh, here we go. Oh, Looks like this guy's a lefty. Oh, dear. Wait, which one am I? That, that would make I you the righty, it. Grandpa. Well, if you turn it around, I'm a lefty as well. Hmm. So warm. So warm, these hands. Oh, that's nice. Hey, look. You fit like a glove. <laughs> glove jokes. Right, Grandpa? Huh? Oh. All right. Whoop. What are we looking at here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it reminds me of your Aunt Miriam. <laughs> Who? Miriam, you My... you remember Aunt Miriam, right? Oh, yeah. She, uh... She Face like up... a scrunched anus, yeah. <laughs> Left in the box for too long. Yeah, the heat got to her and she shriveled right up. Dangerous, dangerous thing, that. I love being purple. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Hi. wait a minute. No, 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 no! No! It's a boy. <laughs> We're at the proctologist. We're going in the butt. Now you're all brown. <laughs> it's a boy. That's worse than Is the that sex a piece toy. Of on my knuckle? That's worse than the sex piece. toy for children. Oh God! All right, I have to stop. You, you, you killed me with the "it's a boy." I, we went into somebody's <laughs> ass. It's a boy. Do you got cloth dementia? You know. Do you often uh, assign genders to your poos before you flush them? <laughs> see no, but I will now. <laughs> see you later, little lady. <laughs> oh Christ! Well, <clears throat> one for one. That's uh. That's how we're going to leave it for the end of season two. We hope you've enjoyed this little uh, add-on, 10 days, which essentially was just, uh, what, 45 minutes of me and you talking shit to each other, almost literally. <laughs> oh, it was shit heavy. I am sorry that my little ready whip real cream didn't have too much juice left in it because I really wanted to do a really deep voice and say I'd fuck me. But Owen oh, opens up other people's mail. So, remember. And you know what? I'll do it again. You learn a lot. My neighbor had breast surgery the other day. Do you uh, want to go get a cup of poo? <laughs> Can I hold it? Just say goodnight, Owen. Goodnight, Owen. <laughs>